When you're sitting around the table later this weekend and you're giving your thanks for Thanksgiving, there's so much to be thankful for as an Arizona Cardinals fan, including the win this weekend, 23-13, a dominating performance after a bad week against the Carolina Panthers the previous week against the Seattle Seahawks. Alex and I, we're giving thanks all episode long. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, rise up Red Sea. It's a victory Monday here on Locked on Cardinals. A big time win for the Redbirds. 23-13 dominating performance over the Seattle Seahawks. That offense did not get back on track for Russell Wilson and crew. It was four sacks from the Arizona Cardinals defense. It was Colt McCoy getting back on track after a down week against the Carolina Panthers. He recaptures the magic against another division foe. After going ham against the 49ers is another performance, probably even better performance against the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. Cardinals improved to 9-2. and two. It's Bo Brock. It's Alex Clancy. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. We're here with you Monday. We're here with you Tuesday. We're here with you Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, except for this week. Thursday, Friday, we're taking it off for the holiday. It's the Cardinals bye week. Why not? And Alex, the Cardinals in the driver's seat for the NFC after this victory improving the 9 and 2. The hell's going on here? I don't Look, know. Crazy pills. In 2018, Bo is trying to get off the show, you know? <laughs> he wasn't. But I mean, Colt McCoy it kind of feels like this. It kind of feels like, you know, you're playing rec league basketball, okay? And your best player is going on vacation for 2 weeks with his girlfriend or his family being very selfish, at, you know, <laughs> as it, you know, as it um pertains to the rec league team, and he's got an uncle who, you know, he's been around the team, and he comes in and watches games. He kind of coaches on the sideline. That's kind of what Colt McCoy feels like. He just rolls in and balls out two games out of three, which you'll take. You'd much rather have two great and one bad instead of three, you know, middle ground where you could win or lose either game. You know, it's it's been a true 1-53, to 1-47, whatever it is, and coaching staff team effort every Sunday, regardless of who's out there. And J.J. Watt wasn't there. They got pressure on the quarterback against Russell Wilson and yeah. you know Zach Ertz has been an absolute vision uh uh AJ Green had a very very good showing today almost 100 yards receiving got open the jump ball passes down the sideline are still in his repertoire even though they're Colt it's Colt McCoy throwing it to him like everything's working Rodney Hudson is an absolute machine in the middle of the offensive line like bring everybody back this isn't like an overstatement bring them all back everybody because it's yeah. working it's crazy he your analogy was uh, it was strange. It was very specific. It's almost like you you lived that one at some point. I've done it but before. Yet, I've staged before. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting though. I mean, in this win, the Arizona Cardinals, we knew we knew where Colt McCoy was successful and how he was successful against the San Francisco 49ers. and that was just hitting on tar- you know short passes and getting into the playmakers' hands and then making big plays. You had the big. James Connor screen. You had uh, Christian Kirk being a big part of the, the game plan there. And then they completely got pushed around by the Carolina Panthers and taken out of that game plan. They weren't able to run it back. But this week, 
they imposed their will on the Seattle Seahawks on defense and they got back to that game plan. That's what that was. When you say, hey, you know what it's going to take to stop us, but we're going to do what we know is successful and we're just going to run our offense. And that's what they did. And they did it successfully. Colt McCoy goes over 300 yards passing, 328. He's 35 for 44. He's got the two touchdowns to Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz goes for, what, 88 yards on eight catches and those two scores, two big catches on the, you know, pretty much the drive that put the exclamation point on this W. I mean, it was just an impressive win for the Arizona Cardinals on both sides of the ball. We'll get into the defense, but offensively, man, to go two and one without your two key cogs in there and DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, I mean, just hats off to Cliff Kingsbury and crew. I mean, the fact that Colt McCoy threw the ball 44 times just makes me want to throw up. You know, like that's, if you were to have told me that Colt McCoy were to throw the ball 34 times and then he would throw for over 300 yards, I would have said they lost by two touchdowns. They were chasing Because they points. constantly have to be, yep. yeah. And the fact that they went, so they, I think they were six of eight on third down in the first half and they finished seven of 14. So they slipped back a little bit, but it seemed like whenever it was second and medium, or third and medium today, they always dialed up the right play to get somebody open. And this could have something to do with Seattle's defense being terrible, yeah. which is possible. Uh, but also, like, Zach Ertz in the middle of the field, um, one of the announcers was talking about how on third and medium, when Colt McCoy was scrambling, Zach Ertz just did a reverse pivot and went the complete opposite way of his route and found himself wide open for a big first down conversion. Like, that's yeah. veteran stuff that doesn't get talked gets talk about, get talked about a lot. But it's just little things like that move the ball down the field. And also, Rondell Moore, 11 catches today. Like a random 11 yeah. catches for 50 yards. They definitely tried to get him involved when they knew that they were lacking on the uh, skill position side. Yeah, Zach Hurts had uh, the, the catch you were talking about. And that one, there was an incidental you know, pick in the middle of the, of the field that took Adams Jamal Adams out of the play. And Zach Hurts is just there with wide open space to, to move the chains on that drive. Pivotal play there. And then Jamal Adams later in that drive, is draped all over Zach Ertz, P.I. in the end zone, puts the ball at the one-yard line, and the Arizona Cardinals were able to uh, punch it in. James Conner absolutely just, that game was over. I mean, it was a 10-point lead at that point, just about, uh, what, like uh, two, two minutes left for Russell Wilson and crew to try to do anything, and they and they couldn't. Uh, you know, it was just, I mean, the Arizona Cardinals at nine and two now, and, and there was a loss, a bad loss by the Dallas Cowboys. And there was a bad loss by the green Bay Packers and the LA Rams are idle and they're coming off a bad loss. You know, the Arizona Cardinals with, with Kyler Murray in the lineup, you, you could probably call green Bay a bad loss because AJ green doesn't turn around, but it was to a really good team. There is any bad losses on that resume. There's probably one. If you want to make the case with your backup quarterback uh, starting, against Carolina because Carolina lost to the Washington football team, but the Arizona Cardinals have the best resume in football right now. Yeah. And people, like, I'm already starting to see people who are comparing the Cardinals team right now to the Steelers who started 11-0 last year. The Steelers played like eight of the worst teams in football in the first 11 weeks. So it's not, it, it's not, it's not a direct comparison. And this year it's more about how you can play against the four and five, the three and four, the four and six teams than the bad teams. Because look at what happened with Jacksonville and Buffalo. Okay, you're right. Green Bay, they had their bad loss early. Tampa Bay's lost a couple bad games. The Rams, and you know, it's everybody's, and Dallas has looked terrible two out of the last three weeks. So, as you mentioned, all of those things. The Cardinals have beat good teams, and Cleveland obviously isn't, but when the Cardinals played them, they were healthier. You know, mm -hmm. like, it's, 
this is this has been a hard fought nine wins. There hasn't been a cakewalk, even though the Cardinals have seemingly made it look like that from time to time. The Cardinals were down 14-7 at halftime against Jacksonville because of that 108-yard missed field goal return. Yeah. So it hasn't been easy ever. They've just made it look easy, especially in week one against Tennessee. But you can't cheapen their record by any stretch. No, anybody who is that? I mean, it that's you know, I'll quote Michael Scott when he's talking about stupid idiot faces. Toby Flanderson is like, why, why are you the way that you are? Like, what was wrong with you? Like, you just, you see some sort of like, like some, something that compares them to it, but they're not even close. Like the Arizona Cardinals are a way more complete team. And we're seeing that even this season than what the Pittsburgh Steelers were last year when they started, was it 11 and 0? And then they lost to Washington and they lost, but they lose like four straight after that or three of four. It was, it was brutal, but the Arizona Cardinals aren't in the same boat. They're not. And they're nine and two going into their bye week, and then they take on the Chicago Bears after that. Let's get more into this. Uh, some more takeaways from this win. We pretty much hit a lot of the offense. The defense set the tone in this contest, like they've done all season long. Where were the big plays being made? Who was making them? We'll tell you. It's locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making us your first listen. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, follow along on Twitter at Bob Rack at Clancy's Corner. I do got to tell you about Direct TV Stream. It brings live TV, your on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports like NFL Sunday or Monday Night Football, but also switch between your on-demand favorites. You've seen the commercial Serena Williams in the Wonder Woman outfit. It's because somebody's just watching Wonder Woman while watching Serena Williams play tennis live, and it's seamless. But that's not even the best part. The best part is there's no annual contract. You don't have to lock in with DirecTV Stream like you have to do with a lot of cable companies directtv.com for more information that's directtv.com bo brock alex clancy victory monday for the arizona cardinals a big 23 13 pounding of the seattle seahawks you know they scored their first touchdown in i think seven quarters uh it was like i think it, at that point the tally was 19 straight drives for russell wilson and crew yep. without finding the end zone and then it was uh dj dallas who punched it in uh this was at this was after Matt Prater, another missed field goal. He missed three in the game, or he missed two field goals in the game and an extra point. And uh, Russell Wilson also found for the third time in that game a big play with Tyler Lockett. That was probably the only issue that this defense had all game long was keeping uh, Tyler Lockett covered when Russell Wilson was able to kind of create more time in or out of the pocket. Um, and then DJ Dallas punches in, and we've got a ball game at that point. But then a hats off to the Arizona Cardinals for for going down and salting this game away. Just really impressive. But um, the defense, you know, we do our live uh, our live halftime show, and you and I said, okay, the the offense needs to run the ball better, and then the defense needs to get more pressure on on Russell Wilson because they opened the game on the opening drive. They got two sacks, one from Chandler Jones and the other from Isaiah Simmons, who I think that Vance Joseph put on the edge a lot more than we've been used to seeing to supplement that pass rush that's been kind of down the last couple of weeks and it worked. And then in the second half, Chandler Jones again. And then also you had uh, the junkyard dog, Marcus Golden, rack his 10th sack of the season. So we saw that. And uh, this defense really did finish the job. All they have to do is be good and not great with Kyler Murray and everybody back. And if they can be great and the Cardinals offense can be great, the Cardinals can win a Super Bowl. Like this isn't, this isn't a joke anymore. Like the, the <laughs> repetition of what we've seen from the defense, especially the last two weeks. Okay. With Carolina, 
the offense did not give them a situation to succeed in. Because I like to remind people, NFL players are human beings and they get tired. If defensive players are on the field a long time, it's more difficult because they have to be on, you know, they have to live off trust and instinct and not know what the play is going to be. It's like any sport. You have to, you have to exert a lot less energy on offense than you do on defense. And what we've seen across the landscape of the first 11 weeks is this defense is really good. It's either, they're either third or fourth in fewest amount of points per game on average given up. If they can do that, the Cardinals can win the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter who they play against. It doesn't matter who they play against. So this defense can be that special. Yeah, a, g- a good defense plays against anybody. It really does. I mean, that's why you see teams like Tampa, if you can get them out of their offensive game flow, they lost to Washington last weekend. You saw, like, you just see a defense can play against anybody, and it showed up, and it, it showed out again. Two for ten on third down. That was what the Seahawks were on Sunday. Just not being able to stay on the field. They just couldn't. They couldn't continue. But they couldn't maintain drives at all. They had to rely on the big play, and they couldn't get it done. They were also zero for one on fourth down. I mean, that's them just getting back to where they were. You know, before week 10 against Carolina, that's the fluke game. Like Carolina is the fluke game. And you're right. It was the Mike Tyson cliche saying, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. They got absolutely just haymaker punched in the mouth by the Carolina Panthers. And they weren't able to recover. But this is the damn marathon. Like if you expect perfection, if, if you expect them to not have a hiccup like they did in week 10, you're expecting perfection and that's too much. You're never going to be satisfied. Yeah, This is I mean- really, this is a really good team. One of the best things that ever happened to the NFL was the Patriots losing to the Super Bowl when they went undefeated because it shows that it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it just shows that it doesn't matter. And people in the mm-hmm. 70s, you know, you can enjoy your dolphins and your cigars and your champagne. <laughs> it's probably bad for your teeth at this point. So you can do with right. that as you please. Yeah. And I thought that the hiccup game was going to be Chicago and it ended up being Carolina, but for completely different reasons. And it still could be Chicago. Like the Cardinals schedule isn't going to get easier. The Colts look like they could take that division now, even though they're a couple games behind the AFC. Like it's not going to get easier for the Cardinals. But after what we saw in Seattle and in San Francisco is the Cardinals don't have to worry as much if Kyler Murray can't play any more games, you know, any sporadic games down the rest of the season, like they had to with Chris Strevler and Brett Hundley over the last two years, you know, like the reality is Steve Keim, Cliff Kingsbury, and potentially Kyler Murray could sweep the awards because all of the other quarterbacks that are playing are playing like poop (laughs) that had a chance to become the MVP for lack of a better phrase. Like Aaron Rodgers playing great. He blew the roof off, but they lost Mm that Dak Prescott looks like a bad quarterback to it the last three weeks. And if Kyler Murray comes back and doesn't miss a game and the Cardinals get the one or two seed, he's going to win the MVP unless it's Patrick Mahomes and, you know, whatever. But in the NFC, at least, Kyler still has a chance to be the best quarterback, even though he hasn't played the last three weeks. For sure. I mean, Jonathan Taylor might have entered that chat this week with five touchdowns. Really good second-year player. And and Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. Look, But uh, getting back to the defense, we are going to get into the conversation as far as after the bye week. You know, uh, I think that Colt McCoy just he he settled everybody down. Everybody was panicking. Everybody like the sky was falling. They didn't, nobody believed that Colt McCoy, they thought it was a fluke against the San Francisco 49ers. And the reality was the Carolina Panthers. And he was able to calm those people down and say, Hey, I am, I I can come in and I can win you a game in a pinch. I can. 
And that was huge. That was huge for McCoy to do on Sunday. But uh, just putting a kind of a button on this defense, you know, I, I once again, there was a bust by Jalen Thompson at one point in this game, but I love seeing Jalen Thompson. Like there was a couple plays where the ball carrier got past their initial tackler attempt at a tackle and Jalen Thompson put that guy on his back. Like I love the toughness from this defense. I love the way that these defensive backs, including the corners, tackle on this team. I think that separates them from a lot of teams that struggle in that area. I'm just, I, I really like how this defense is playing right now. And, and it's, former Cardinals cornerbacks who didn't like to do that so much. <laughs> right. I saw him on Sunday, uh, P3, show that he remains allergic to tackling. I saw that in the, in the allergic. game against Green Bay. So, um, you know, it looks like the hammy's fine for P3, but he's back to uh, not wanting to make contact with any anybody. Um, it's Locked on Cardinals, part of your Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Arizona Cardinals after the bye week. It's kind of a bummer. It couldn't have come at a better time, but it's kind of a bummer. We're not going to get to break down a game next week. But everybody, I hope you enjoy your week off from, from Cardinals football. But what's it going to look like for the Arizona Cardinals once they return? We'll kind of look a little bit further. But, uh, you know, when we here's here's the best way that you can celebrate Another victory for the Arizona Cardinals. Alex? Yeah, Bo. It's DirecTV and it's Built Bar, man. <laughs> Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. I haven't talked about this in a while, but there is going to be a distribution center of sorts in Phoenix for Built Bar coming soon. Um, so that means you're going to be able to get Built Bar quicker and faster than you ever have. And if you haven't tried Built Bar already, you're, I mean, not smart. Uh, mm. They say it's a protein bar but it doesn't taste like one. They're all covered with chocolate. They've got a bunch of different flavors. They're like six bites. They don't taste like chalk. 18 grams of protein, less than five grams of sugar, high fiber, low calorie. Um, and it's perfect for your morning coffee. You know, after after a child feeding or waking up at 3.30 in the morning to rock your child back to sleep, Bo will ingest his Built Bar so his wife doesn't find them first. I mean, there's many different ways. They're very flexible. Um, Built Bar is the way to go. Raspberry, coconut, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, cherry barcia. This month, Built Bar is rolling out a new flavor every three to four days. So they're going to keep you on your damn toes. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Bo? So that was a uh, nice little gift that I received over the weekend. It was a little complimentary box from Built Bar. Did you receive one? What? Oh, you're on the road. I'm out of, you, I'm so, out of Townsies. Oh, man. Oh, no. It's a little mixed box, and they've got some of those yeah. limited-time flavors. If you do follow them on social at uh, Bar Built or underscore Built, you can find that they've got a, a vanilla flavor that's there. And also, the, today I had, before the game, it was like a lemon cake. And you're like, oh. eh. You know, I don't Not know. Sure. I think I think it's kind of a polarizing flavor, right? But it tastes exactly like a lemon meringue cake. It's unbelievable. It's it like I don't know what <laughs> it's it's like throwing the football DeAndre Hopkins way. Why wouldn't you do it more often? Trust DeAndre Hopkins, <laughs> trust built bar. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy here on a Monday edition of Lockdown Cardinals. Thanks for making us your first listen. Now let's just kind of uh let's jump in the door and let's go into 88 and take a look. At week, Who needs a uh, time machine? I'm going to say it every time. <laughs> right, where we're going, we don't need any roads. Um, the Cardinals nine and two. They get a week off. Great time to do it. Thanksgiving oh. weekend, right? 
the Rams will come back and play the Packers in a big NFC showdown. We'll see who wins that game, but good uh, cannibalism either way. Whoever loses that game, it benefits the Cardinals, one for the division or one just for the overall NFC playoff picture. Um, the Cardinals play the Chicago Bears on the road, and uh, it, was, it was week 13. Is Kyler Murray back in the lineup? Yeah, I think I don't know. I mean, he's been close for 20 days. 24 like days as play, of Sunday. Yeah. yeah, so that'll be, I mean, math is terrible. That'll be 38 days Yeah, between games if he plays on Sunday. Over a month without football and only missing three games is, is pretty good. I mean, that's good math for the Cardinals. Um, I don't know. Like, here's the thing is the Bears are really bad. Like, they're really bad. Justin Fields got hurt. You never want to see that. If right. Andy Dalton's starting... Maybe you maybe you put the two ancient warriors up against each other with Colt McCoy. At this point, the Cardinals can travel. They're six and zero. Bo, they're six and zero. They have nine road games total. Mm -hmm. After week twelve, after week thirteen, they'll be done with seven of them. With six weeks to go, four home, two road. Like that is a very very good setup, especially for a team that's nine and two. I would play him if he's healthy. We can talk, we're going to talk about that so much. I mean, at this point, you just have to count the stars. The Cardinals are 9-2 and two going in, and they have two weeks off. Like, you know, 14 days before they play again. And remember we talked about this last year. I can't remember who they played on Thanksgiving, but it was an inferior opponent. And we're like, ugh, Sunday, Thanksgiving, family, things like that. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's a weird week. And the fact that they have their bye week, on Thanksgiving week is just another little ball that bounces their way. Yeah. It just, just be with your family, stay the hell away from football for the week. For sure. Yeah. The, the bears a bad loss to not Lamar Jackson, the Ravens. It was uh it was a Tyler Huntley was in the lineup because of an illness for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens were able to outlast the bears 16, to 13, the bears are three and seven uh, as of right now. And that's the Arizona Cardinals next opponent. You know, as you said, 38 days it will be since since Kyler Murray took the field after hurting his ankle. I think he'll be good to go, and I think it will be important for him to, you know, you don't necessarily want to go out there and play the frigid temperatures on the frozen tundra of Soldier Field. And uh, at that point, it will be December. But I think it would be important to, for Kyler Murray to kind of knock the rust off because then you got the big game on Monday Night Football against the L.A. Rams, and that's – it doesn't get bigger than that in the regular season. It doesn't. And uh, I'd like to see Kyler kind of get get some reps before that contest goes down. But the Arizona Cardinals, as you're sitting around the Thanksgiving table and people start giving their thanks about uh, health and employment or whatever it may be, uh, you say thank you for Colt McCoy. Thank you for Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> thank you for all these Arizona Cardinals players that have made this. Thank you for James Conner. Thank you for A.J. Green and his career resurgence. Thank you for Alex Clancy and his hot takes on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it's just I been mean, a blast of a season so far. Yeah, like, it's truly Christmas come early. Yeah. Like, all of these presents that you got for your birthday, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, every name, the fact that James Conner, AJ Green, Zach Ertz, Rodney Hudson, Colt McCoy, that it all is working in synchronicity serendipitous synchronous it just it's it's in 
It's wild because they're one-offs. They're all guys that nobody else wanted. Yeah. Like Rodney Hudson. Rodney Hudson would have had his contract voided. He would have got a lot of money somewhere else. And hopefully he'll retire a Cardinal. You know, James Conner is having a career renaissance, but in a specific role. Not as the bell cow, 98 touches a game where you're going to be out in six weeks. You know, and hopefully yeah. Chase Edmonds will come back after the bye week. Like, A.J. Green being the wide receiver, too. With DeAndre Hopkins out, they don't have a wide receiver one. Like, it's just, it's all. Oh, this is the stat that I wanted to say. I saw it on the broadcast. 18, four, 18 fumbles by the Cardinals this year, mm-hmm. leading the NFL. And they've only lost three of them. So that's something to keep in mind for the last six weeks of the season. Yeah. That ain't going to last forever. And you're always about that. You're like the card, the ball is bounced the Cardinals way a lot on the yeah. field. Mm-hmm. 18 fumbles is a lot. Yeah. I mean, winning the turnover margin, that's been, that was such a huge part to their uh, hot start. They were third, I think in the NFL going into the Carolina game. I have to update where they're there. They are statistically, but you know, it doesn't get any easier. Uh, you know, Chicago is an important game as we kind of look forward because then you got LA. I'm sure you've got Detroit, but Indy's trending in the right direction. Indy beat the crap out of the Buffalo Bills today. And they've got, a, you know, Carson Wentz is getting better. Jonathan Taylor, as we mentioned, one of the better te- uh, players in the league right now. That's your game on, on Christmas. And then you've got Dallas and then you've got, C- hopefully Seattle will have just completely packed it in by the, by the regular season finale. But you've got, you know, one, two, three potential playoff teams left on the, the remaining of the schedule, and then you've got some pretty bad teams that you can beat up on in between. And if you can take care of business against a couple of those playoff teams, you're still in the driver's seat. It's uh, it's really incredible where the Arizona Cardinals are. That how much, uh, you know, you talk about uh, just, uh, I, I mean, they're they're just in such a good spot right now for not only the division but for the uh, NFC top playoff spot. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, follow along on Twitter at Bob Rack, at Clancy's Corner, and at Lockdown AZ Cards. We're talking tomorrow more about Kyler Murray potentially getting back in the lineup after the bye. We're talking about some of those guys on one-year deals. Who's it going to become? We, we visited that conversation once. Get back into it a little bit here and uh, this week, and then we'll get you into the bye week um, so you can enjoy some downtime, and then we'll get right back, ramp this thing up for the remainder of the season and probably the playoffs. Crazy. Next time we're going to be previewing the Arizona Cardinals potentially getting their 10th win in the season. Cliff Kingsbury already bet, beat his uh, career high in wins. Nine now through 11 games. Pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's magic. And I because I got excited, a little extra thing to be excited about. The Sunday night game, the week the Cardinals play the Cowboys, it's Vikings and Packers. So be ready for a flexed out Kyler Murray in Dallas, potentially for the one seed in the NFC with one week to play afterwards. We, I mean, Bell, just buckle up, kids. <laughs> this S is going to be wild for the next six weeks. <laughs> oh man, we, we're so thankful you make uh, Lockdown Cardinals your first listen. Now make Lockdown Bets your one-stop daily shop for all your gambling needs. You got a Monday foot Monday night football game tonight. You want to check it out? You want to get some action? Locked on bets. Lee Sterling is going to hook you up with some great insight along with your boy Q expert analysis insight on locked on bets. We'll talk to you Tuesday. If you're watching on YouTube, if you subscribe, thank you. Our episode will premiere at 10 a.m. We'll talk to you then. Locked on Cardinals.